welcome to ZPM, a Stargate podcast. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. You're going to have to get that a lot closer. <laughs> I'm Lenny. This kind of, what is this podcast about? It's about Stargate, the movie, the TV series, all three, all three of them. You know, if you want to do, if you want to talk about that stuff. We're going to record a review of each episode once a week, like it was still on the air. So we're no spoilers for future episodes. Well, spoilers for like the movie, like spoilers for the movie well, on the yeah. movie episode. That's but true. Even though I already know what's going to happen down the line. I'm not going to mention what's going to happen down the line. So, so do I. <laughs> when, when Atlantis and Universe break in, it's not going to be congruent. Like, I'm not going okay. to watch the backdoor pilot that is in the show and then uh, okay. start to review Atlantis. We're going to get to the end of SG-1 and go and back we'll... to Atlantis. Okay, no problem. Uh, otherwise, we, we might as well move in together. That's how <laughs> much effort is going to have to go into recording two of the same podcast at the same time. Really? Because I've never done a podcast. This is my first podcast I've ever done, so, you know. Welcome to podcasts. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so what we did, we start at the beginning, where all good things start. Yes. The movie. Now, do you know, did you know anything about this movie? Did you see it in the theater? I remember I was in high school in junior year when this movie came out, and I saw it in the theater a very, very long time ago, and I fell in love with it. That's excellent. I did not see it in the theater. No? I don't know why I didn't see it in the theater, because I saw it on rental subsequently, like down the line. Oh. But my mother saw it in the theater. Here's the thing. So my mother goes on a date to the drive-in. That's how old all of this is. Get out of here. The drive-in. Excuse me. It's so flipping cute. I think I've decided to refrain from swearing so that other oh, okay. younger people can listen to this without oh, hearing right. my pig mouth. <laughs> so I'm going to take out any accidental swears that I I will try but my I'm best really, not to curse it. Oh, my God. I'm really trying. <laughs> I mean, I'll let a couple of slide probably, but I'll try to refrain from being too uh, graphic. Well, I mean, young people now, they, you know, they pr- they're going to hear it in school anyway. So Oh, we're, I know. But we're going to try. Apple, iTunes makes you put an explicit tag on there if you're oh, being explicit. They? Okay. And I explicitly love a lot of things. <laughs> I explicitly love Sam Carter. <laughs> So they uh, they started dating my stepdad mm-hmm. and my mom. Okay. And they go to the drive-in together, and they go to see Stargate. <laughs> ah. So now my mom, not wild about sci-fi to begin with, okay. but she is like, this is relationships. I'm going to make this <laughs> <laughs> This is relationships. <laughs> I have to do this. <laughs> so she, they're watching the movie. She has to pay. She gets up. She leaves. She uh-huh. gets out of the car, goes peace, comes back. But the part that she missed was the, the part that we'll get to where Daniel... And Share learn to speak to each other ah, and yes. explain the entire movie, like, <laughs> and proceed to be like, "Oh, uh, these drawings are all the invasion oh, the and bearing of Stargate and all this." And so she gets back. She's like, "What happened?" My dad was like, "It all, uh, <laughs> it all, <laughs> everything happened." She's like, and "You missed it." <sighs> so she never had found a love for it, but that's like my, my funniest Stargate story okay. is my mom being like. Ugh. Well, like I said, I remember seeing the theaters, and I was like, "This movie's so cool. Kurt Russell's in it, and I'm I like it a lot." And wait a minute, that guy looks really, really. That's what James Spader looks like. Because I remember, because I remember when, like, I remember James Spader. He was like in uh, what movie was it? Pretty in Pink, one, maybe. Pretty in Pink, one of those other movies, and I don't remember seeing him in the movie. I'm like, this is who James Spader is. I mean, he's actually a pretty good actor. It was you Pretty know? in Pink, right? Not Sixteen Candles. It was one uh, of them. 
I don't know. I can't remember. It was definitely pretty in pink because yeah. he was one of the uh, guys that Molly Ringwald was fighting for when she should have been fighting for Ducky. Oh, was she? Everybody liked them together, but they were just friends and they were like, but he loves her so much. I'm like, hell. I haven't Daddy. seen Pretty in Pink in a long time, so this is like, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. But he, yeah, he played the dickhead. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, still though. <laughs> He's such a good, uh, good actor. And I love that he was Daniel. He really... Yeah, and that movie also, you know, created a love for, you know, aliens and conspiracies and stuff. So oh. I was like, yeah, I wonder if this really did happen. The way that, so, the way I got in, I didn't get into Stargate the show through the movie. Like, I didn't see the movie and then see that the show happened and then mm-hmm. got in. I don't know how you got in. I remember when it, when it first, and they were talking about it on Showtime, which was like eons ago. I was like, really? From the movie? They're making a show? <laughs> I'm like, was it really that good? And I was like, oh, okay. And then they announced who was going to be, you know, in it. And it was like, oh, Richard Dean, MacGyver? All right. Yes. Awesome. I, uh, I missed that because we, we didn't have cable. Growing okay. up, really. I mean, we did, but we didn't have, like, showtime about it. Oh, okay. Uh, so don't worry. We weren't denied scrambled porn or anything. Oh, all right. We were denied premium channels. <laughs> so I didn't know that that was even a thing. And because I was into conspiracy theories mm-hmm. at the time, I saw that Atlantis, a TV show called Stargate Atlantis, was coming ah. out. And I recalled the movie, but I was like, oh, maybe this is going to be about... The Lost City of Atlantis. I meant literally like the dumb shit that like I was the, looking the dumb, up. The, I'm like, maybe it'll connect to Lemuria. <laughs> Lemuria. Yeah, the fake continent if you're too cool to believe in Atlantis. <laughs> Atlantis is so mainstream. I believe in Lemuria. You don't know about, you don't know about Lemuria? <laughs> you know I mean, I mean, come on. It's the Where hipster fake you? continent. <laughs> and then I watched it and I really loved it, but I was like, this has nothing to do with what I was thinking about. But I didn't care. Like okay. the way the show happened, it didn't matter that I wasn't watching SG-1. It it really brought me in without having to, to watch even the backdoor pilot. I didn't have to see any of it. Oh. But I'm like, I know that the industry, the air quotes industry yeah. these days, likes to think that people need more helping hand than they need. Mm-hmm. So, like, I went in there blind, and I was like, well, I don't need any of the backstory. I understand. <laughs> I just accept these as facts now. Like, this I don't works. have to be like, how'd they figure out how to get to the eighth Chevron? I don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they woke up, and they were like, guess what? We figured it out. I'd be like, perfect. We just happen to figure it out. Yeah, you I don't need your techno babble on it. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> Sorry, what, what button do I press? But now, All these right. days, I feel like they spend like an enormous amount of time explaining. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how they got there. They got there. That's all that matters. It's like when you go to a restaurant, order a steak. You know, you don't care about like the cow in the back. You don't want to They're like, the here's where this cow. cow. I don't care. Just give me a steak. Uh, so that's how I got into the show. Um, but we're not talking about the show today, are we? No. No, uh, we're talking about the movie. So what I noticed when I rewatched the movie, which was uh-huh. streaming, I want to say I watched it through Amazon. Okay. Because I checked both Amazon and Hulu, and it was the same. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's the same thing, yeah. And in the movie's case, there's I wouldn't go, go so far as to say it was a director's cut, but it was uh-huh. uh, a moving of a scene. I don't know uh-huh. if you noticed it, but the opening of the movie now is they opening Guy Giza, and they're finding the Stargate. I did not notice that. When it used to be the taking of the little boy oh, okay. of Jay Davidson, yeah, and who's going to be wrought. That used to be the real opening in the theater, but they changed mm-hmm. where its placement is now. Fun fact: Jay Davidson, Crying Game. I know <laughs> he was so good. I also heard that once they wrapped shooting on Stargate, he mm-hmm. hated that costume so much he just tore it off, really? ran naked off the set, and was like, "I'm free." Well, did you also so know? Acted again. <laughs> did you also know? You know, Roland Emmerich. Yeah. He did not like the series. 
Oh, really? Yeah, because what he wanted to do was he wanted he made the movie, and he wanted it to be a trilogy. Oh, Emmerich didn't like it, not yeah, Jay Emmerich. Davidson. No, I'm Emmerich like Jay Davidson doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. He's like, what? What am I doing next? Nothing is the answer because he became like a model or something. He just yeah, hated he's... the fame. Oh, I didn't. Oh, he got okay. a lot of notoriety with the Crying Game. Yeah, and Stargate, and he was like, I'm, I'm just not. No, I'm thank just, you. I'm just not into just it. Just no, thank me, you. Just give me, let me model. Yeah, yeah, but no, Emmerich did not like the series because he wanted to make a trilogy. Out oh of it. yeah. And when they bought the rights, he was like, well, "What are you guys doing?" You know? He's been talking that shit for a long time. So they moved the kidnapping scene to that language scene that my mom missed. Ah, all right. So it was more easier to understand what what Share was explaining to Daniel. Ah, okay. And, I mean, uh, to yeah, me, it, it wouldn't have made a difference to me anyway, but it does. It does. It doesn't, but I like that it's there now, which I will not be able to say the same thing uh, in the pilot. Like All what right. they take out of the pilot for their director's uh, cut, I yes. do not like it, <laughs> and it's I got a lot to say about it. <laughs> I mean, no, and they don't do it to any other episode. It's not like they go in and change something in Emancipation because they didn't like how it went out. Yeah, I guess that's why. Like when it first came out, it had like an MA rating. Well, it was on Showtime, so who yeah. cares? Yeah, that's true. And in in movies, you do whatever you want. That's true, yeah. But but in the movie, so since we open we open up on ancient. Well, it's not ancient. Nineteen twenties is not ancient. It's nineteen twenty eight, I think. Yeah, yeah. And they're in Giza, and they're finding the Stargate, and you see the necklace, and it's just like a little setup. Mm-hmm. And then they go get Jack O'Neill. Uh, his son is a Met fan. I'm a, a Met, Met fan. I'm a Met fan. <laughs> I'm glad that you took some, that out of the movie, too. Let's go, Mets. <laughs> this is always the case. I'll notice yeah. any <laughs> any Mets, like, propaganda. And yeah. there's a lot of, there's not a lot of movies, but, like, Men in Black 3 is some heavy Mets propaganda. It is. It's, like, some serious Mets propaganda. And Frequency. <laughs> oh, my God, Frequency. <laughs> Big time Mets propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> but it, and it's always the 69 Mets. Nobody's ever like, let's go visit those 86 Mets. Because they want, because, you know, the 69 mm. Mets, you know, they, they were. They have a lot of explaining to me. Yeah. <laughs> there's no like hide the coke the time travelers here <laughs> in That's 1969 true. maybe they just didn't bother to hide it and then I guess back then it was so like unexpected like the Mets won the World Series what? Oh, I know so good mm, you know. let's go Mets 50th anniversary this year guys oh that's cool I'm a Yankee fan so yeah whatever know. sorry about your garbage uh, falling listen, apart team listen listen you fell right? apart listen okay I don't want to talk about it right because now. Because of you, the Listen, Nationals are going to win. We are talking Yucky. about Stargate. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I know. That's, the Expos. that's on you. I, I like the Expos, but I don't like the Nationals. It's the same, same team. It they just, they just, they just relocated. They brought with them a bad attitude <laughs> that I don't appreciate. Okay. When they were the Expos, they almost won except for the baseball strike. They were going to win true. that World Series, and that's heartbreaking. Welcome back to baseball that. chat. <laughs> I have a lot to say about baseball. <laughs> Tune in next time for more baseball. A Mets fan and a Yankees fan fight about it. Oh, that'd, that'd be an interesting podcast. It would not be that interesting. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Mets don't win a lot. No, they and don't. And it hurts. I'm sorry. It's all right. The Yankees haven't won in a while. It's quite all right, too. It's true. When you collapse, it's big and it's bad. All right. Let's go back it's to Stargate. It's bad 2004. <laughs> it's very big and it's very bad. 2004 never happened, so. Yeah, <laughs> it happened right before my eyes. <laughs> and I was crying. I was like, it couldn't have happened in a nicer way. 
Right, we should, uh, this is a Stargate podcast. We should You're right. talk about Stargate. Listen, that son had died. Uh, shot himself with Jack O'Neill's gun. Yes. Um, Very sad moment. But they, they convince him to go. I don't know how they convince him. Well, they don't have to convince him. They're just like, too bad you're coming. Because yeah. that, then there's a role as military roles. Jack O'Neill played by Kurt Russell. And I love Kurt Russell. I can't remember. I'm going to say this comes after Escape from New York. Oh, yeah. This is this is way after Escape mm. from New York. Or Escape from L.A. No, L.A. comes a little bit, like, I think a couple years after. Oh. Well, yeah. I like it. I like him. <laughs> Kurt Russell is very fun. I have a fun side fact about on the show they were filming mm-hmm. i don't remember what season they were filming but he was filming kurt russell three thousand miles to graceland in the adjacent lot i love that movie and uh they did like a like a they just like hung out for the afternoon i guess yeah. like richard dean anderson and, and kurt russell so okay. they could be the jack o'neill's together <laughs> yeah they were being like dweebs about it <laughs> and that's it that's the end of the story they're just cute and that's it <laughs> Good job being cute, everyone. <laughs> Back to the film. My favorite part is is Daniel discovering in the sky what it is. Constellations. The constellations? That's my favorite bit. I have a time signature. Um, if you want just the discovery, it's 1430 to 1952. And if you want uh, to include seeing the wormhole for the first time, you go to twenty two forty. That's that's my favorite part of the movie when they when they finally see the wormhole and he's like, oh my god, this is great. If you're rewatching a movie, I'm convinced that all you really want to see is the last twenty to thirty minutes of that movie. You don't need any other part of it. Yeah. In in like if you're watching Independence Day, you literally just need the last half hour. I mean, that's the, it. The beginning is pretty cool too, like the anticipation it for anything. Be, only in this case. Yes. When I, so when I rewatch movies, a lot of times I will only watch the last half hour of any oh, given okay. movie. So then I can watch like ten movies. All right. And uh, and in this one, I always watch that discovery moment because yeah. it's so good. It is good. I have a question. Mm-hmm. When they find when Daniel discovers the seventh symbol. Yes. And they're like. You discovered in two weeks what they couldn't find out in two years. Are you selling me a bill of goods that in two years <laughs> they had six but not seven symbols and they didn't just one at a time it? Right? Because they knew the order. Was... This is Yeah, they, they, knew, say, they knew the sequence. They said, like, yeah, Wait. we've only ever gotten this far. I'm like, you didn't one at a time it? In two years, <laughs> you weren't like, well, we'll take it one at a time until we're right. Well, you know, they, prob- they probably had time off. You know, I like, mean, I know government is and... slow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, government is slow. And there's a lot of bureaucracy, you know. I know that the plot demands that they did not do that, but <laughs> but it's really weird that they wouldn't have just been like, well, just go one at a time then. And they couldn't find Daniel anytime sooner. No, and he was out there being a crackpot the whole time. He was. It's not like he was like, new new theory, guys. He yeah. was like, old theory, guys. Back, exactly. on, back on my bullshit, Daniel Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so after they send the drone over... Yeah see what's going on and mm-hmm. it cuts out they were like i guess we just have to send people in now who knows where the rest of the information is i know now as it turns out the rest of that information is in a cave with the people of abydos but wouldn't you send in drone after drone after drone until you got a complete well all you need is, all you need is one because daniel's like oh i know where it is don't even worry about it does he <laughs> know, know he doesn't know where he doesn't it is. know he's just like i just want to be on it i just want to be on a mission he's like know? i'm just on the team and that's the end of it I have a lot of little funny things that I noticed since I'd seen the movie before, so now I can pay closer attention to dumb things. Okay. 
They didn't know what the Stargate did, right? Presumably. Yeah, presumably they Because it no is idea. not door to heaven, you know? No, it's like, not. <laughs> when they send the mouth through, they didn't start calling it that yet. But no. when they send it through, and then the guys go through, they get an insert shot of the computer screen. It says dematerializing. How did they know I... that that's what was going to happen? Also, there's five figures on it. Also, there's five <laughs> figures disappear. I'm like, that's some advanced software. Yeah. That is not... For w- not knowing what that thing yeah, does. That is before Windows 95, too. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Windows 95, even there. What, 2.1? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, that's very um, advanced. I, I put that down. Uh, I think the time travel effect, the wormhole. Yeah. I think that effect holds up in the event horizon mm-hmm. and stuff. It doesn't look like weird shit. Ugh, no. Weird stuff. Weird stuff. <laughs> you can say shit. I know. Can I? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to let it slide. Uh, I think the set design is really amazing. I know they shot it in California. Did they? Mm-hmm. California. Okay. Well, the movie anyway. I know the show goes up to Vancouver, but they shot all that stuff. There's... um. A lot of desert. I mean, not quite the great the great sand dunes or anything, but there's yeah. like um, movie sets, like where they would have done uh, establishing shots for like Cleopatra or whatever. Okay. Um. Maybe the mummy. Maybe the, the mummy. mummy. Oh, fun fact: the guy who plays uh, I think uh, what's the name? Uh, Shari's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the mummy. Yeah, he is. He's in he a is. lot of stuff. Eric Avari, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, he's Eric Avari. He's in a lot of stuff. I I struggle with remembering family member names. I want you to know that. Okay. But I, on the tip of my tongue at all times, is like Jay Davidson and Michael Shanks and <laughs> uh, Alexis Cruz. Like, I knew all of their names immediately. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's cool. Why? And I'm like... Who's my cousin again? <laughs> Who's my cousin? I, I don't know. I'm like, oh, I'll remember your name. I won't because I'm busy remembering cast members of Stargate. <laughs> so I really, I like the set design and I like the costuming, especially in um, the royal case, like uh, in it? Ra and, and the guards. Ra had a lot of kids around him. Mm, he himself is a kid, right? So I'm like, <laughs> is it an under over age? Is this a vampire days a high schooler like kind of Michael weird? Michael Jackson or? kind of thing? Right. But he's, <laughs> sure, he's a few thousand years old, but he doesn't look it, so I guess it's a vampire right. uh, judgmental thing. Like, the vampire's 300 years old, but still way into a 16-year-old? That's mm. weird. Why do you like 16-year-old girls, you old, old yeah. man? <laughs> and little boys. And little boys. I guess maybe they hadn't gotten that far in the lore, I think. No. I think it was just... I thought they were just trying to make it a one-off right and it was you know moderately successful so they're like all right a trilogy calm down (laughs) and you're not remaking nothing don't even worry about it and if they did make a sequel it should be like a genuine sequel past sg1 yeah like i don't think it should be right after no i think they're cutting out the whole yeah when they said they were like hey the series it doesn't count it it definitely counts (laughs) you can't have like three you know Series like and be like, oh, that years work. worth of storytelling and just be like, meh. I mean, Star Wars. <laughs> well, they undid the the books. Oh, it, did they? Well, sure. Once they brought in, I I want to say it was the prequels and then the animated shows. Mm-hmm. They ignore what happens in the books. 
So even when I, I play speculate what's going to happen in this next Star Wars movie game, and I'm referencing the books, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, here's what I know. Um, it's probably not going to happen that way because they don't they don't want to yeah, get involved with the books or anything, which is weird. Whatever, it's too whatever they want. It's not that complicated. <laughs> but I can, if we want to take a side path to what I know mm-hmm. about J.J. Abrams and Star Wars, is that he likes to repackage in all of his makings what has already happened. Yeah. So like Fringe is a cover song of the X Files. What? Oh yes it is. Look at that show. That is definitely a cover song of the X Files. And that's fine. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying No, Fringe is Fringe is pretty good. Um it is good. But I'm saying like I've heard of plenty of good covers in my life. But I'm saying like it isn't uh fresh like that. Like so when uh The Force Awakens comes out it's exactly like A New Hope, but like a remixed version of A New Hope. It's still extremely good, and I love it, but yeah. it's still just A New Hope. Yeah, but it's pretty m- much A New Hope. But now. But so like for millennials. now that he's doing the last one, I'm like, well, if he likes to take something that has already happened and make it his own in some way, what would he do with the last of a Star Wars trilogy? How would he mirror Return of the Jedi? I'm like secret twin but secret twin from somewhere else so it would not be kylo ren's secret twin because that would be a lineage twin from the skywalker line so it's Poe, which is exactly what they did in uh return of the jedi Jedi, yep it's uh ray she wouldn't know that she had a twin because she was sold into whatever grody slavery that she was sold into as a child (laughs) and they could have sold her twin to someone else That's or true. could have sold it to the first order and have her raised. So like when you see the double thing, that could be her secret twin. So instead yeah. of having a secret light twin, there's a secret a dark, dark twin. twin. That would make more sense to me as that would be a good twist. I would love it. I'm probably dead ass wrong, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care. I'm not like an upset star Wars fan that like when my theory is wrong, I'm like, it's not fair. I'm going to raise a billion dollars. remake the movie the way in my, uh, in my visions. <laughs> I'm not a writer. I have no good plot development I, <laughs> skills. I can I write a little bit, but you know, it's term papers. <laughs> I'm not good at anything, so <laughs> I'm good at podcasting. I'm good at sidetracking a Stargate podcast with Star Wars news. I know. People are gonna be so confused. They won't. They'll get it and like it. And if you don't, I don't know what to say. You can tweet me and there's like a ten percent chance I'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> Although Facebook will not allow me to continue making this page for this podcast because they need to investigate it. Because we're so secretive. Yeah, they didn't investigate any of my other things. Now, I don't know why now it's a problem, but it is. Because the government has a Stargate. Right? (laughs) Oh my god! If that were, I would die a thousand deaths of joy. And if they were like, you can't tell me, be like, okay, I swear I won't. (laughs) But I will. Which is why they'll never tell me. Aww. Somebody's cool. Yeah, I'm pretty popular. <laughs> Not made. This thing won't go off at all. Okay. So when I went to Colorado, mm-hmm. Cheyenne Mountain in Colorado. Uh-oh. I was driving past Cheyenne Mountain in Colorado. But I looked it up, and they do not let you in. No tours. No nothing. Not even, like, a brochure? You can't even take a picture in front of the opening. Like, get so, like, you can get, like, that establishing shot that they use. You can't even get a picture in front of that. Told you. Government has a Stargate. 
I can't believe it. I was like... And it's happening right now. They're like, we don't even use the mountain anymore because it's, NORAD's not even there. Don't even worry about it. And they're like... I'm like, great. Can I have a look around because no. of the show? And they're like, no. you may not. No. Can I just, you know... They're like, we have at least 10 people who still kind of work there. And I'm really? like, well, then kind of let me in. <laughs> uh, no. No. And not even... <clears throat> so... We didn't wind up going there to find that out. The internet uh-huh. let me know. And it was on a Stargate message board that everybody was bitching about how you can't get to just the front gate. And I'm like, oh, man. I told you. What a the, fucking letdown. The government has a Stargate. What a letdown. Right? I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> Back to this movie. Okay. I, I got away from it. Um, I think the guys are unnecessarily mean to Daniel. For not being military. Well, he's not military. He's a scientist. Yeah, a but like scientist. If they want to go and have fun escapades on another planet through a Stargate, they can't be salty that a scientist should be coming with them to ensure that they yeah, can use the technology yeah, over there. He's a crackpot archaeologist who's been discredited probably more than once. Well, yeah, but he turned so, on the damn thing, so he did. So but, I mean, how mad are you going to be about it? Be like, oh, I can't believe this bloody <laughs> guy is like, like this dude. <laughs> You're going to let him come with us on our cool guy mission? When we wouldn't even cool begin to understand what was on the other side of this? Right? How do we get out? We don't know. Uh, also, what if there are people on there? This guy does languages. That's his bag as well. And uh, we don't even speak Spanish. So, <laughs> I'm like, just don't be mean to Daniel. It seems very unnecessary. You know, I guess it's for the movie, you know. He's He's... He's not the tough guy. He's the nerd. So, you know, it's still the 90s. You got to make fun of the nerd. Yeah, it's really weird that they really, like, lean in on that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like, ugh. Whatever. Should we give him chain. a gun? What do we give him a gun for? I mean, come on. If he knows how to turn on a Stargate, he can pretty much operate a gun. Yeah. It point and shoes, usually. The sneeze- it's not like they gave him something, like, complicated. The sneezy guy. Coming like, over he there. sneezes a lot. That's <laughs> nerd. I'll shove you in the locker. <laughs> Stupid uh, Daniel. Okay, there's my note for Jay Davidson for robbing in the flashback, treating it as a flashback. Okay. Uh, I like meeting uh, the Abadosians. I think that it's interesting that even many generations later, this has got to be at least 10 or 11 generations past the Roslas visit because they, they don't expect the Stargate to work yeah. or whatever. Like, well, they didn't they know what it was. It. Well, they... Oh, they don't call it that yet. But they still don't read and write, but they do, but they secretly don't, just in case. They do it secretly, underground. Yeah, like, I don't know how frequently Ra was making visits over there, but probably not very. Not so much Ra, maybe, like, his underlings? Maybe. Like, like the they kids? come in, like, <laughs> little kids. Well, what are you doing when here? Like, when those kids, like, age out, like, Menudo style, he comes back to Abydos and he's like, give me some more kids. Give me some more kids. I'm low on kids. Or he sends them out as spies to play with the other kids, and like, what are you drawing there? Oh... Oh, no, you caught me reading. <laughs> in modern film, I feel like they don't go through the trouble of explaining uh, other cultures as well as they do in this film. It's true. Like it, uh, Unless it's like a historical piece or something. Well, yeah. So like if they're telling a fictional story on another planet yeah. these days, they don't bother getting into like what kind of culture was there and any language barrier that might be there. Now... The way they do it in Farscape with, like, a Babel fish, essentially, yeah. uh, is pretty great because you've seen a couple episodes of that where they lose their Babel fish and, and, they, and it's yeah. all in a weird language. 
Like when they go to Earth and stuff like that. So the, I like that. Oh, when they have to brush their teeth and they but put that's like the little too. slug thing. But nowadays, like even in the Avengers movies, when they go to other people's home planets or whatever, they everybody don't. speaks English. They speak English. There's no explanation for Babelfish. There's no explanation of what that kind of culture is like. Like, what's Drax's culture like? Exactly. No one. A knows. warrior is that a whole culture? You know, and like every, you don't get. And everyone knows how to fly a ship. Everyone, everyone knows how and to work fine. a computer. I know it's like chip chop chip. We got to move on because these movies are very fast paced, and we don't have time for all of that. Yeah. But I, I think that they worry more about fast hits yeah. coming at you than they worry about like slow burn storytelling. And not in that like, I didn't like the Joker. Just know that up top. I didn't like it either. Unbearable. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. You want to re- make Taxi Driver like you do whatever you want. I don't Thank care. You. Thank you very much. <laughs> do I was the wants. only one saying that. Like, I, I, I like Taxi Driver falling down. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't... Per- I'm a rare liker of Jared Leto's uh, Joker. I don't think it got a fair shake in that film. Like in well, that, he, even, he even said it. He was like, I know yeah, he you had know. said it, but I, it looked cut. Like yeah, the editing like seemed jarring in his scenes. So it seemed obvious that other things were taken out to lighten the mood, which also gives off the false impression <laughs> that it's a healthy relationship. <laughs> Between Harley and him, and it isn't. And it clearly is not. Like, he punches her, and, like, there's all this business on in the movie. He poisons her at some point. Yeah. Yeah, no one What knows. if we put in some jokes? <laughs> like, what if you didn't? It's okay to be gritty. You can yeah. be gritty without... You can be gritty and still let Superman not be a dickhead. I mean, I understand why they did that. I hate it. But... I liked Superman Returns. You're the only one I know. that I know that likes Superman Returns. I, think I thought it was just good. Boring. I know the director's a, Australia has a great turn. He's a sex pest. And I get right. that. But so that Lex make... Luthor had 20 years in that movie, right? To Oh, it's double bad, right? Because... And then all of a sudden, ah, like, yuck. after all this time, you still have your, your, biggest, your biggest plan is still a real estate scam? I mean that's Lex Luthor all over, isn't it? No, he's a, he's like well, world domination by way of like real estate real, plots. Buy up all the land. <laughs> that feels very Lex Luthor to me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like more comic-y and like more Superman is all the super people, super girl, super all of it, unrelentingly cheerful people. They have True. nothing bad to complain about. I mean, yeah, their planet blew up and that's rough. Uh, adopted parents still alive. Everything's going great. He's got a place to go at Christmas, like. It's what true. Clint bitching about <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Was he any? He listen. He kills people. Christopher Reeve Superman definitely kills people. He definitely pushed somebody off he an pushed iceberg. Somebody off his iceberg. And and was like, who even knows what happened after that? Not me. I didn't kill anyone. Goodbye. He's a bit of a jerk. He gets all butt hurt because some truck driver beat him up when he yeah. lost his powers. <laughs> And he gets his powers back, and he goes back to the same diner, mm. and is like, you know, mem- hey, mem- hey, guy, Superman's remember when you hit me? <laughs> he is. But I think dick. Brandon Routh did a great job as uh, as portraying like he that did. kind of hopeful Superman. So everybody can stop shitting on that movie <laughs> if it's all the same. And now on Crisis on Infinite Earth, that he's Superman again. He's yeah, uh, Kingdom Come no, Superman, ki- which mm. is cool. Oh my goodness, I got very excited about it. I was like, yeah. okay, we got off track again. I'm very sorry. It's all right. I'm not that sorry. <laughs> so yeah, they don't bother to go through like all of, all of that cultural explaining anymore. Oh, that rigmarole. Because they don't think anybody wants to hear it. But some people, I like hearing it. But I'm old lady. Yeah. I'm gonna dip cookies in coffee later. Like I'm that kind of old lady. Wow. I know. I know. 
Jack O'Neill slaps the gun out of Scar's hand, obviously from some PTSD from his own son. Yep. And that's okay, I understand. However, you're going to let him smoke your cigarettes? Well, I mean, you know, cancer bullets. You know. What are you doing? <laughs> Do you think he's not going to want to smoke? He's like, ah, he'll take one drag off of these stupid things and just not want to smoke it. Yeah, again. maybe like that's that what that he lesson? knew. Because like, remember, maybe, maybe his kid did it. They don't even have cigarettes on that planet. Why even bother letting him know about it? Be like, sorry, you can't have these. These are earth poison. Goodbye. Well, you know, (laughs) big tobacco warning. I mean, I miss smoking. I quit smoking. Oh, congratulations. Mm. I also put on 15 pounds. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. (laughs) So I thought that was weird. But that was the time, too, though. Like, I used to be able to go buy cigarettes for my mom. I asked my mother, because I don't really remember it, but she would tell us that you used to be able to smoke in, like, the grocery store. In the grocery store. In the grocery Could you imagine You're picking that? out lettuce with, like, smoking a butt. <laughs> and I go, well, what did you do with the butts? Were there, like, stand-up ashtrays at the end of each aisle? And no. She, no, you threw it on the floor. The floor! Could you imagine that, Of a though? food someone place. Did, if someone did that now, like, what would happen? Oh, my God. If I saw somebody smoking in a grocery store, I would just assume that I stepped through. I'm like, time travel is real. Because what is this? <laughs> What's happening here? I couldn't believe you let him smoke. Well, you know, guns are dangerous. So I like the the effect of, oh my god, I got a text message. Oh. I'm just as cool as you are. Uh, I am not cool. <laughs> I am not cool oh, at all. Me neither. That speaks <laughs> a lot for both of us. It does. Uh, so the guards, and uh, Seth's guard, guards are generally, Roz. Roz. they're Anubis heads. Mm-hmm. So I like the effect of the, the mask coming down Yeah, like that. Uh, and I like it more here than I will on the show, on Stargate, SG-1. Yeah, they don't really play up on that in, in SG-1. I mean, they lose it eventually because yeah. it's chore and expensive probably to do the effect. Um, or they had a mechanical one, maybe. I don't know. Somebody, you tweet us, you tell us. Uh, and so Anubis... Simon Hansu is one of the guards. I know all... <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, I know all uh, of the, the head shapes for the Egyptian gods. And I know that the guard guards were mm-hmm. uh, Anubises, and there were a couple of horses in there, which is fine. Yeah, there were. But I would have thought that a better guard for Ra would have been the heads of Set. Because oh, Osiris, Set, probably? No, Osiris would not have guarded. Well, because in Egyptian lore, Anubises would, would have gone better with Osiris. Yeah. Uh, Set, so at night, when Ra sails uh, the underworld, uh, he is protected by Set. Set stabs and kills the snake of Pep. Yes. So I think that Set, it would have been more clever to have Set as the guards. Also, very funny leading into SG-1 because uh, the Greek name for a Pep is Apophis. Yeah. But the average person doesn't know that. I know. Listen, I was in an escape room where you had to have, like, there was Egyptian hieroglyphs. First of all, they did not write them correctly. <laughs> not that I can read hieroglyphs. I can't. But I do know that it's north to south reading. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do it that way. And they put it all in cartouches. So I was like, oh, okay. So we're trying to read it north to south. And it's reading east to west. So you're jumping in and out of cartouches along the So did the wall. you uh, let them know? Oh, we got out. <laughs> uh, I, don't remember, I think we were in D.C. somewhere. Okay. And then um, there was a wheel of symbols that had... So we're shouting back what those hieroglyphs are and which gods they're representing. And so, and that is not what the, the escape room was looking for. They weren't looking for two witches who were taking it too far. <laughs> they were like, uh, it's like match the picture. Can we do match the Can picture? Can we just match the picture, please? We don't need a history lesson. And then we're reading, 
the book, uh, and they were like, the scientist is the key, and his name is written somewhere in the room, but I didn't know that at the time. Uh-huh. I just opened up the last clue, looked at it, and picked the right name as the scientist, <laughs> because I was like, uh, so whoever went through the trouble of using all this Egyptian stuff, mm-hmm. and went through the trouble of making an archaeological dig, and listed these very specific scientists... One hundred percent made the answer be Daniel Jackson, <laughs> and it was. That's and they were like, "You don't cool. know that." I'm like, "I can smell it's one the, of my own in this. <laughs> I know it is, and it was." And so we we got out of the room in time. And they were like, "Why would it be that?" I'm like, "The rest of these guys are real scientists, and none of them are archaeologists. And the one fake one is an archaeologist." <laughs> And it's also a Stargate reference because all of this is an inside Stargate <laughs> joke. Uh, and they were like, oh, no. <laughs> they were like, beat it, you goddamn nerd. <laughs> like, well, we made a mistake. So, yeah, so that's the, this nerd takes it too far where I'm like. That's fine. But later on in the show, they do have to take it that far mm-hmm. um, because they know that people do look up that stuff. Yeah. And if they get something wrong, that they're going to be called out on it. They're gonna, everybody's going to go on Twitter and be like, what did you do? I don't recommend watching this in extremely high definition. Okay. This is a, a thing I will say about every movie ever, even now. Because uh, when you switch a movie like this into high definition, like the extreme high definition we have now, mm-hmm. not only does it look like a soap opera, <laughs> it's just too, it's gross. Uh, you can see the special effects. The special effects. Though. So you can see like the outline around the green screen and all this stuff because film is more forgiving when you're doing this that happened to me with Transformers oh, the movie looked like such ass I was like what am I I watch this in the theaters what is this it looks so bad When and I watched my niece watched like Mary Poppins in high definition it looks so shit <laughs> because it's just too much which one the new like, one no the, the old, old one, one. Oh, God. And so you can see the outline of her face. It's not like they were up on a green screen or anything. Yeah. But, like, the difference in the depth perception and, like, any filmmaking tricks that they were using, like, to make the purse seem like it has, like, all, like, a coat rack in it and all that. Yeah. It becomes a lot more clear. You can see the strings on Harry Potter's broom <laughs> because <laughs> that's something that regular film wouldn't have picked up. <laughs> so, like, don't watch this on that kind of depth. So lower it down to, like, 720 at least <laughs> okay or, you know like or get an old dvd copy those are hard to find i got it on ebay don't you worry about it okay <laughs> uh it streams okay like if you just t- you can change the settings on your tv if you don't want to ruin the movie for well, yourself yeah, i, I, I streamed the movie off of uh, hulu and it turned out okay it wasn't like you know well a lot of people keep that shit set at like a, a billion <laughs> a billion pixels like 64 Frames per minute looks bad. It looks real bad. It looks like everything is live action. What's happening? I don't like that. I didn't come here to watch it happen. I came to watch a movie. And I want to see... I get into the set design and I get into the special effects and like how they're applied and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I don't mind motion capture. It's okay. Uh, depending. The aging looks only okay at this stage of the game. I know people are very impressed with it. I am not that impressed. I mean, it depends on the movie. Because, I mean, you can have I mean, like Planet of the Apes... Yeah. And you can have Sky Captain, no, which was I terrible. I like Sky Captain, though. You I mean, it's, st- I, it's very hard for me to not like your movie. Yeah. Like, if I don't like your movie, you've done a very good job at being very bad. Because I like a lot of questionable I, movies. I, again, I saw it in theaters, and I'm like, this has potential. And then it got, like, towards the middle, it got really bad. And I'm like, It was okay. ridiculous. And I was like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, this is fine. 
I don't. I also liked Suicide Squad. If I'm being honest, like I didn't think it was bad. Where I was like, how dare they? I was I like, I didn't hate it. I was like, listen, all right, um, fine. <laughs> this right, is fine. Okay. I'm, middle of the pack is not an outstanding recommendation, <laughs> but I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm so insulted. <laughs> You're insulting my intelligence here. I'm like, <laughs> I'm here for funsies. So these effects hold up if you don't go buck wild with your your definition. Yeah. I think Jay Davidson did a great job of speaking that language, which is based on ancient Egyptian, like how they imagined maybe that it went. Because okay. how would they know? But yeah. they still did it based on like Aramaic. And, well, I'm pretty sure they had like, you know, linguists like, on the set. And, I, yeah, they know. definitely had consultants. Like I, maybe it's in the way that they tried to use it in Passion of the Christ. They had uh, that Aramaic. Yeah. But they couldn't speak it. Obviously, nobody has any recordings of it, so it was just like their yeah. best guess. Yeah, which is surprising because you know Roland Emmerich, he he's not one for accuracy because you know, <laughs> ten thousand BC. Let's not talk about that. But you know, I never even seen that one. Oh, it's oh, bad. you're in for bad, it's real bad. you're in for a treat. <laughs> Can't wait to lie and say I watched it. I'm a liar. So this is a like a thing that I wondered about. SG-1 about Share because mm-hmm. she gets healed in uh, Sarcophagus. Yeah. Which is cool. It's like their little Lazarus pit. Um, and they don't overuse it. So no, it's not no. like everybody gets... I mean, I don't know why they bothered putting Daniel in there. Well, right he had to, to survive because they, they wouldn't have gotten home. I mean, yeah, the plot demands it. <laughs> but like, I don't see why Rob would have been like, not that puny human. I think it's because he saw the necklace. Uh, that he had. And he was like, wait, he has a raw necklace. He has my necklace. So he must worship me. Let me, you know. Mm, it was weird. It's uh, the recreation of the the past story. So when Share tells Daniel the story, or Daniel yeah. figures it out, and they do the flashback where they overthrow and they bury the Stargate, it is a mirror scene to them when Daniel turns around. Yeah. and, and does a... or, or O'Neill turns around, or whoever turns around, uh, and shoots him, and they carry the guards. Yeah. Like crowd surfing style. That is a mirror from yeah, a mirror from, from the me. original. I like I like that. I like how it's explained. And they don't explain everything. They and they don't need no, to. No, they're just okay. like, Hey, this happened, so that's it. Uh yeah, they, they walk you through too many things, uh, at this day and age. And they like, don't go into the politics of like, you know, rebellion. I like how they set off the nuclear warhead on yeah. the ship. I could have stood a, like a stinger on him, like <laughs> explain. I know it wasn't Stinger's time, at in 1994, but like him uh, crafting the lie about burying the Stargate. Yeah. So if they buried the Stargate on the other end, because in the show, spoiler for the show in like next week's episode, they um send send them out through and it crushes because yeah, there's rocks in front of it or whatever. Yeah. So when they go back through again. Had, what did they leave? Just exactly a small hole open big enough to get a box of tissues through? I, I guess. Because, uh... Maybe it was sticking out on that's the like other a end. Teaser. It's like, that's he's a teaser. like, hey, Kleenex. That's a teaser for next week. Uh, <laughs> because we're going to watch... Uh, we're going to start in with SG-1, and then we're going to go through every episode. That's one a week. And we'll listen to your feedback. And if you'd like to add anything else, now's a great time to do that. Uh, I just liked how you know in the movie that they got organized really quick for yeah. resistance like really quick yeah they learned the ins and outs of um, like this. guerrilla warfare like really quick i mean for the listener i'm holding my fist up which means stop in military <laughs> <laughs> i assume based on movies and they got all of those pretty darn quick and they don't yeah. speak english very quickly 
they don't speak English very quickly, but they recognize what guns, you know, do. They were like, oh, guns, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I, I think that was like a little bit of a message. Like, you know, it doesn't matter where you are. Everybody's ready for war, you know. <laughs> Everybody can't wait to rise up. Yeah. Like, seriously, they got like, within a matter of like five minutes, they're like, all right, well, this happens, this happens, this happens, let's go. Maybe they were on the edge of an uprising anyway? They never alluded to it, though. They were just like, oh, well, uh, writing's forbidden and we can't do anything. Yeah, they, but, hmm, I guess, like, well, that's for next week. We'll discuss next week why <laughs> I think that maybe they were ready for the uprising regardless. Yeah. Um, because they do liberate themselves. And then I guess they unbury the Stargate. Maybe I know why they unbury it. But there's no way Dan... Uh, O'Neill would have known that. Oh, okay. I'll tell you next week why they oh, buried it. Week. I Ooh. know what happened. Ha! Yes! What do you think about... You were saying they, they wanted to make it a movie trilogy? They wanted to make it a movie trilogy. I don't know the exact details of what they wanted, but I know they wanted to include, you know, Daniel Jackson, O'Neill, and a few other, a few other people that they mm. wanted to. Like, they, they don't only go to Abydos, they go to other planets, too. Well, yeah, good thing they, they did have, that on the show. Yeah, and they have, like, Ra's influence and, you know. I wonder if they, I know that they wanted to, like, act like the TV show didn't happen, which is some horseshit if I ever heard it. <laughs> uh, but if they did, would they just be making, like, a condensed, like, two-hour versions of the show, but with the original cast? So they take, like, seasons one through four, make and that just, into just one movie. It all yeah, and And be like, it's one movie now. And then, like, Probably. four to eight. Probably it wouldn't have worked though, because like I, mean, I guess Stargate didn't make that much money. It wasn't like a big blockbuster hit. It did well, yeah, but it wasn't like you know Titanic level. No, what is? Stuff. Let's not forget the most forgettable movie of all time was still up until Avengers Endgame, the number one movie of all time. That's it's true. Avatar, and do you even remember I what like happens Avatar. in that movie? I do because I like that movie. I know what happens in that movie because I liked Fern Gully. Fern Gully, <laughs> <laughs> it just ripping off Fern Gully. It's Smurfs, but you know. I just know. Fern Gully. Were you clam? <laughs> yeah, Fern Gully forever. <laughs> that movie is dynamite. Are you clamoring for a sequel to Avatar? If it was, if see, that's the problem. They took too long to announce a sequel and make a sequel. If it was like, because Avatar came out what two thousand nine. Yeah. If they did it like two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve, I'd be like, all right, cool, another sequel. But now it's like two thousand nineteen. It's like. No, not really. And it's not coming out for like another year or two at least. Really? Yeah. Oh, so they yeah, delayed it even soon. more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's like, dude, I have like cousins who grew, who are like adults now. When, yeah, and they don't care what out. happened with that movie. So like, they're not, nobody's clamoring for a sequel to Avatar. They're definitely not clamoring for a sequel to Stargate. Well, what if they bring back Sam Worthington? Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he was a thing for a while? Yeah. What is he doing now? Netflix stuff. Okay. There's too many TV shows. I can't keep up. <laughs> it's And there's... I mean, I'm sure there's great... So I, I wanted to watch... What is it? The Killjoys? I liked uh, that, I'd but I like, really, can't commit. I, I can't. really... I, I watched... Uh, what was the other one that they had before Killjoys? Uh, the Expanse? No, 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 no. That's... I heard that's pretty good. Me too. I can't um, commit. There's, like, too, there's so many shows that are so good. Dark Matter was pretty good. But that I can't, like... And I'm afraid to commit to a sci-fi channel show. Because uh, they always cancel it. Because they cancel it just before syndication. Yeah. And that's annoying to me. Uh, like, they could have kept going with Atlantis, but they chose not to. Well, I mean, how many seasons of Atlantis? Like, five, five. six? 
I mean, they they already told a lot of stories. And I think seasons. it's just under a hundred episodes. Wow, wow! So it's not even. And it, they movie. weren't suffering for the ratings. No, they, it was pretty good. And then Universe came out, and eh. the first see here. That's another television problem that I, I don't like anymore. Is yeah, that first season's a little rough. It's rough waters out in outer space. Oh, uh, rough space universe? waters. Yeah, Universe is rough space oh. waters in that first season, but that second season is dynamite. See, my thing is. It came out like because around that time, Battlestar Galactica was like. I never liked thing. it. Really? Yeah, live with really? it. Really? <laughs> live with that in your soul. I didn't wow. like the new Battlestar Galactica. No. Oh, I don't want to watch Dream Sex all day long because that's, that's all not it was all it's about. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> Everything was, and I don't like that they look like everybody else. Like I don't like. Well, that. that. Uh, okay, but because you can lean too heavy on something like that when you can turn around. And be like, oh, that thing you were invested in? Psych, everybody's a robot. I'm out. Listen, uh, spoilers for people who haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it, get your shit together. No, but I think the problem was it was so successful that a lot of shows on sci-fi were trying to like emulate that. I think so Stargate why... started it off well with... Well, I mean, there's the original, obviously, from the 70s yeah. of, of Battlestar Galactica. But like the replicators, when they get into the replicators, they actually used... I feel like they used that as a bit of a crutch in Atlantis. Okay. When they go in for Dr. Weir. But that was a good storyline. It was good. But I was like, I mean, you don't have to yeah. do this. So, yeah. <laughs> but like I was saying, Battlestar was so good that, pe- that you know, producers were probably like, let's make it like Battlestar. People will watch it. Mm. And the, the thing with Stargate was it never took itself too seriously. Yeah. Which, 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 which and this worked. one was a little bit grittier, more yeah. serious. And it's like, oh, what? people are dying? What? What's happening? That second season was really good. And that was really crushed that they canceled it. I have to, I have to rewatch it. Yeah, but they don't let television series find their feet anymore like that. No, where like you can have a rough first or even second season, and then really, yeah. Well, Firefly <laughs> is amazing. Firefly, but they they aired that out of order. So imagine, yeah, I imagine that. watching like Ariel before you even find out who River is, because right. they showed the pilot last. You just wake up to a fully formed crew like, doing their happening? best. And then the last episode you see is how they formed, but not in flashback. <laughs> so yeah, no wonder they canceled. And that's fine. I don't want to bring it back either, because then that sucks no. the magic off. I always say if they brought it back, they should do it animated. That way, you know, yeah, you, you can, can tell more you can, stories. Yeah, you can tell more stories. You know, they could do they could do the voices. Yeah, you know that would I mean? be wise. I read the comics and they were very good. Yeah, they, well, one of them's one dead. Of them. So I met them all. All the actors from Firefly. I met. Shepherd book. Me too. He's the yeah. dead one. Yeah, he's the dead one. He's super <laughs> dead. Uh, I met him in 2009 and he kicked off like a fully autographed picture where I made everybody write my name because I wanted them to understand that it is for me, not eBay. Yeah. And he was the first one that I met in Toronto. I went to a yeah. uh, comic convention. No, I, met him, I met him at Dragon Con. But every time they have the Firefly panel, you know, Jane isn't there. Oh, he's around. Is he? And he's got some unfortunate opinions. Oh, so he's super Republican. I know, he's like uber Republican. That, twi- that Twitter feed is tough. We talked about baseball. When America! Because we had, there was like some kind of weird meet and greet that I wound up involved with. And we were talking, and he is a Cubs fan. Oh, that's So that's I kept nice. it safe. Kept it. Because I have a very sensitive liberal heart, and it will hurt my feelings <laughs> to hear him like look me in the eye and say his Twitter feed. <laughs> that's like Kevin Sorbo. I never knew he was you like, know what's funny? a Republican. He, Adam Baldwin's my example of why Kevin Zorbo is weird. 
because he thinks that because he has unfortunate opinions that he can't get work in Hollywood. I hear a cat, and that's beautiful. Uh, yeah. He can't get work in Hollywood because he's being blacklisted for his unfortunate opinions, and that's not true. You're a shit actor. And I know that because Adam Baldwin also has bad opinions, and he is an excellent actor, and he is still getting work. He is. <laughs> and he deserves awesome. that work. Just because you don't agree with me doesn't mean I think you should have no career. Go ahead. Have an unfortunate opinion. Yeah, if it's opinion. not Hercules, I don't care about I mean, Kevin Sorbo stuff. You're actors for crying out loud. Do whatever you want. But uh, Kevin Sorbo, do not blame your Republicaniness on anything. He did there's plenty do, of Republican he actors. He did do like a Second Amendment Republican movie thing and it was it's so right wing it's not even funny i know we dunk on clint eastwood but every but people still hire clint eastwood you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah you can dunk on the guy but like he's still gonna get acting jobs nobody's oh, gonna yeah. be like oh i don't want you in my movie because you don't you agree don't, with me <laughs> in my i don't views. like your stand on you know undocumented oh, immigrants yeah. or whatever Clint goddamn eastwood kevin sorbo you're comparing yourself to clint eastwood because <laughs> <laughs> calm down and he still has the same hairstyle, too. I know. Uh, nobody's not hiring Chuck Norris, and he's a maniac Christian, like, in, a, in the maniac lane. Really? I didn't know he was that, he, I didn't know he was such he a does, maniac. He doesn't lean into those Chuck Norris jokes, because no. only God, you know, Get or whatever. Fu- really? Whatever. Yes. You can go ahead and look that up. It's oh, show Chuck Norris. Listen, Walker Texas Rangers doesn't get any play, does he? Because the Lord hates getting play. <laughs> Oh my God, Walker Texas Ranger! And now Jared Pedalecki is going to be Walker Texas Ranger. What? <gasps> you didn't know that? No. Yeah, the CW is going to reboot it, so I don't know how much play he's about to get. Oh, the Pretty People Networks rebooting oh my God, it. I love it so much. It's equal opportunity <laughs> too. It's not like it's just naked girls. The guys have to be on Riverdale. They had a car wash recently. A hot guy car wash. These. Oh, that's progressive. I guess. I'm going to air quote 15 year old boys. <laughs> Because they're all played by guys in their mid to late 20s. Early 30s. I didn't know college sophomores as good looking as this 15-year-old boy (laughs) on Riverdale. And and they're like, everybody, bring your classic car that we all have down to Pops, and we're going to wash it with no shirts on, as is our way. I have not watched an episode of Riverdale. It's madness. (laughs) It has nothing to do with that comic book. Name alone. Name alone. I saw like a little like Nancy Drew uh, too. There's a like lot a, of boning. They, they're doing Nancy Drew now. They already started it, and Nancy oh Drew God. gets some play immediately. First episode, isn't everybody's clothes like, off. Isn't she supposed to be like thirteen? What's what's happening here? Clothes off on the CW. <laughs> you remember on Arrow in like the first dish or second ish season yeah. where he gets kidnapped by Malcolm Merlin? Yes. And he, I don't know if this is down to John Barrowman's cheeky sense of humor, but. uh his shirt was just off. He's like hanging there with his hands above well, his head. John Barrowman. So, and, you know. uh, and the shirt was off. And I was like, because you can't bind someone's hand with their shirt in the way like that. I mean, it <laughs> is pesky. <laughs> Don't forget to use the salmon ladder in this episode. You're contractually obligated to do so. <laughs> we have a lot of female viewers. Get your clothes off. Cool. That's fine by me. Listen, you I'm not complaining they, about the CW. If they decide to reboot Stargate and they put it on the CW, oh my god, every boning every alien, <laughs> every alien, bone, welcome to Bone Town. <laughs> that should be the title. The Stargate Bone Town. Yeah, I love that network, and they do the best job with the the DC properties. Yeah, they do. I mean, like, the movies should take over that. It's silly that, and they and they're the ones doing Crisis on Infinite Earths. Like, it's not. It's not, the yeah, it's not movie production. They could have easily done Justice League. 
Oh, yeah. And when they did the uh, Suicide Squad, they had to stop doing Suicide Squad because, because they didn't want to. Yeah, they didn't want people to get confused in the movie. I'm like, uh. <laughs> I think I, I think we've evolved to the point where you can, you know, differentiate between movie and TV. Yeah, I think they should have used the TV people in the movies, but I did. They thought that it was like beneath them, maybe. He didn't like Will Smith that shot. I mean, he's all right. <laughs> he's he's always all right these days. Like he does. He's not really wowing me out there. Uh-huh. I Which know. is funny, back to the de-aging effects. Yeah. When they do it to Michael Douglas in Avengers. That is it creepy. It doesn't look good. No. Because there's a lot to take off there for Michael Douglas. White men uh, don't age especially well all the time. We can't all be George Clooney. But when they de-age Will Smith for Gemini Man, that's pretty easy because he looks almost exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, he looks exactly the same. <laughs> but like, like, what are not you everybody, doing? Not everybody, that guy's Paul Rudd, who's currently playing somebody in his 30s, and he himself is in his 50s. Paul Rudd is 50. You're right unbearable yeah wow i don't know i don't know how it's good genes yeah i mean and it's not that michael douglas is ugly now he's certainly not but uh the de-aging is really jarring and i the bringing back of the dead i don't like that no they when they did it in star wars when they did it in rogue one the guy who plays tarkin they got it so wrong in my opinion not you only does so? it look like a video game cutscene to me but his mannerisms and how he speaks I don't think they captured how the actor was in the original movie. I think they think they did. Well, there's a lot. Of, but mean, they didn't. Well, it's hard to get Peter Cushing's mannerisms, you know? No. Don't bother, you know? Just leave him out of it. But you can't. Can't you? You can't because, no, because around. He's busy on collecting paperwork. <laughs> Just get him out of there. <laughs> I guess you can. I don't know. You can. There's, like, tons of stuff you can do. And when they, they show Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they got that wildly bad. Like, I didn't think it took away from the movie, though. No, no, I still watch it. I loved it very much. Yeah, I thought it was a very excellent film. Yeah, that's smooth. That's super smooth. Like it looked too smooth. And Princess Leia, that stage of the game, Princess Leia would not have smiled. She no. was a very serious woman with very serious problems, and she wouldn't yes. have been like a new hope. <laughs> and like I just flashed the creepiest smile, <laughs> like she did in that movie. She'd have just been like hope and then that's it she yeah she probably would have said nothing she would probably just dead-eyed them grabbed it out of their hands and then like ran down to r2d2 to be like i've got a fucking (laughs) i got things to do i don't have time for this this i don't have time for pleasantry (laughs) she's never smiling she doesn't even smile when she's rescued she's (laughs) yeah she's like ornery when she's rescued she's like she's like thanks for the rescue you had no further plan outside of rescue that was like, the end of the plan like you're a little short for a stormtrooper what are you doing here come on let's go sassy no fear her. yeah that's how you know this i always said the skywalker men in the line mm-hmm. uh so whiny and they kept that that is a through line kylo ren what a cry ben solo are you kidding Listen. me you're a male skywalker <laughs> line you're a skywalker and you're like oh my god it's so sad and here's my dark poetry book and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. It looked bad from your point of view. I got that part, but I mean, relax, buddy. I liked him when he had the helmet on, and oh, I think Adam Driver such a funny. I was like, acting. okay, cool. And they took it off, and I'm like, you're not as scary anymore. No, that's. I think that's the better point. Is that, that he's not he's, that scary? He's not no, that intimidating. No, that he like when you look at Nazis compared to neo Nazis now, mm. like the scarier part of them now is that they have the benefit of hindsight um, and are still yes. making that bad mistake. And they look like 
that. Like they look like not intimidating. Like unsatisfied young people <laughs> that are unsatisfied somewhere in their life and they're uh, picking up the wrong lesson and they're taking it out in the wrong way. So it looks even worse and more pathetic than it did before. I don't know. I mean, I like the movie. I just didn't like Millennial Darth Vader. That's what I. That's call exactly him. right. Like that's. That's what I call a millennial. That's Darth a, Vader. that's the, the. I think it's part of the larger point of having all of that available to you to know, and then you still make the same bad decision. <laughs> and it, so it's like even worse of a bad decision because you should know better, and you're it's like, sitting here not. You know what your not. granddad did? Why are you doing this again? And he turned good, you dummy. <laughs> In the end, he was a good guy. You get. I do not count Hayden Christensen's ghost at the end of Jedi as a real thing. I have it yeah, on that, VHS. He's not on the VHS. That never happened. That never happened to me. <laughs> I have uh, the DVDs from when they released them as the laser disc scripts as special features. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have those, and I have. Uh, oh, laser disc! Oh my god! I know, right? Because that's all they the effort they put into it is making it a special feature ripped from the laser disc. So you can get um, whether you get the full screen or the widescreen new mm. edition version. Yeah. On the special edition the special feature yeah it is always widescreen because okay. they just pulled it from one source so if you can't find them in wide the widescreen edition don't worry doesn't matter because the movie <laughs> you're looking for is special feature number one and it's always widescreen all right because you're not you know, who's gonna watch the special edition i, I know s- new new kid, kid children watch it i mean i watched <laughs> i've seen the special edition i mean they're special already. i knew it was gonna happen already so i didn't it's it didn't really bother me that theater. much but then it's like when I have like like I have like friends who have kids and they're like oh no and I show them like the original copy they're like this is boring what happened to the what what happened to the special edition where they're dancing and so I'm like no that never happened that's not a thing that's not a and thing. it's not meant to be like that like jo- does Jabba the Hutt look like the kind of bitch that throws down like that exactly no right? he's not <laughs> he's the kind of guy that has slow stripper music for his slave ladies <laughs> not peppy pop music no. <laughs> that's not menacing that's not like I don't know mobsters aren't like yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine uh, that was the background music in Goodfellas you know what I mean <laughs> right oh god that'd be such a totally so different movie stupid I'm like just leave it alone also like don't do that don't take don't take don't Max Rebo's me. band away right he doesn't need to be shown up by some extra ass people in his band <laughs> Jedi uh-huh. had it worse I think you think so? Yeah, because they changed the music. And the music right, matters. Yeah. I mean, I know they added that weird scene where it looks where Han Solo in A New Hope meets Jabba the Hutt and it looks like he did like a slim fast diet that doesn't work out by yeah, Jedi. Yeah, I didn't like that. That, 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 that was the only thing like, I didn't like. In the prequels, he was nice and fat. But in A New Hope, he's very thin and then he's nice and fat again in Jedi. Like he started doing like, you know. He did a diet. He was like, I'm going to do keto. <laughs> Uh, but he doesn't realize that once he stops doing keto, all the weight comes back. He did CrossFit for a bit. <laughs> he wouldn't stop talking about it. It was really he did hot CrossFit, whatever that was, whatever that is. He's a he's a complex slug. He has a lot he of is. interests. He's varied. He's he's varied. That's why he's they, they, he always sends bounty hunters after people. Yeah, he's, he's like a, he's busy. So that's it. Uh, if you want to find us, we're not on Facebook yet because Facebook hates us. Uh, we're on at Twitter at ZPM Stargate. That's just a regular letter Z, by the way. They say Z because it's a lot of Canadian actors. Canadians and, you know. And they pronounce Z, Z. Z. And that's fun. So we're going to say Z. It's ZPM Stargate on Twitter. 
and zpmstargate at gmail.com if you want to email us. And Tell us how good the podcast is. I think that's all the... Oh, the we're on Podbean, so it's zpmstargate.podbean.com. And soon enough, we'll be up on iTunes. We'll let you know when that happens after we uh, pass their uh, extreme screening process. It's not extreme. extreme. It's so extreme that I just have to tell them we're doing it. <laughs> and then they'll be like, hold on, and then they'll let me know. Yeah. Otherwise, enjoy uh, the rest of your week. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you.